Welcome to Hype Louisville, where we bring you the most exciting things happening in our city and talk to the people making it happen. Now, here are your hosts, Andrew Beckman and Nathan Shanks. Let's get hyped. Hype Louisville, what is up? Episode six. We are so pumped today. I don't know how we're going to fit all this into one episode, but we're going to try. Uh, we got Joey Wagner in the house today. Thank you for being here, man. Thanks, man. I'm hyped just from that intro. Oh, hey, uh, yeah. Man. Well, thanks for... Yeah. I well, you, uh, you got so many balls in the air, so much stuff going on with, with event planning and all your video production and PR and philanthropy and in the middle of a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Let, I mean, let's just start there. Uh, actually, before we get started, I almost forgot our tradition. One thing we're hyped about this week. I'll start just... Uh, oh, just, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll give Joey a second to uh, to think about it. Well, anything we say, it's not going to... It's going to pale know, it's, in it's comparison gonna be, to... It's going to seem lame compared to Joey's, I'm sure. But uh, I'm trying to think. I am super hyped that uh, I'm, I'm getting into my new house in the next three weeks. Awesome. We, we got windows going into the new yeah, house next man. week, so uh, that's... Uh, that's what I've been working on personally that that's I'm, I'm pretty hyped about. So, yeah, lame, but that's that's it. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as Nathan kind of already knows, um, my wife's expecting our second. So, um, getting You're crushing me, man. Out <laughs> Jeez. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's the first time well, that's on record, I think. Well, I was thinking about what we were telling them, you know, it's this might drop, you know, a month, yeah, a month exactly, from now. Exactly. So, if not, sure. <laughs> sorry, sure. Kelly, yeah, <laughs> so, but, uh, oh my gosh, but more importantly, I'd I'm excited to hear what you have to say, Joey. Yeah, I mean, really two things right now. Um, obviously, I'm in Kentucky Derby mode, um, which is super exciting. Everybody that knows me, I mean, we've been doing Derby for over 20 years now and kind of have our hand in a lot of things for Derby Week, so super excited about that. It's not going to look years. normal. That yeah, seems it's my 22nd Derby, bro. Oh, gosh, gosh that is yeah. awesome. Um, it's not going to be the normal Derby, right? Yeah. But we're trying to make the best of it. Obviously, not getting to do anything last Derby right. You know, was a huge blow for us as our business, but obviously it is what it is. Nothing we can do about it. So we're trying to come back a little bit this Derby, mm-hmm. right? Do a little bit of um, smaller events, and then, man, 2022, we're about to blow it out. Let's hey, go. I can't wait. Yeah. Uh, other than that, just um, I got a really cool sports marketing project I'm working on right now. Okay. So, so nothing's got me excited. I'll be able to tell you guys about that here soon. Dun dun dun. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> well, let's just uh, let's talk. I mean, it's crazy time right now. So uh, I I know you've got a lot of stuff going on. Pandemic's making it that much harder to to make everything happen. So what what uh, you've done a lot of pivoting. So yeah. Why don't you just just talk about what you're working on and. Uh, and we'll, we'll go from there. Yeah, so obviously, you know, before COVID, about two years ago, um, I made the best decision to go full agency right here at J. Wagner Group, meaning we have four divisions. So you have events, you have marketing, you have PR, and you have multimedia, right? Yep. And thank goodness I did that, you know, because yeah. obviously COVID hit, that pretty much 86 to one of our businesses yeah. in the event world. And, you know, we've always been creative outside the box, always done well pivoting and, you know, and just you know, moving and maneuvering. And, you know, I think that mentally for me, when, you know, I just hired a new employee in January, we were on this rocket ship of like growing our business and this agency and then just COVID hit. Right. And you're like, Oh my God, what do we do now? Right. Right. But at the same time, I think a lot of people 
kind of stayed in that negative kind of side of it. Like, yeah. oh my God, yeah. it's COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to stay at home. Oh my, it's going to ruin my life. It's going to ruin my business. Making excuses. Yeah. And like, that's not me. Right. So nope. it was like, all right, there's nothing we can do about this. So how do we maneuver? How do we pivot? Yeah. How do we figure it out? Yeah. Right. And we've always been good at figuring it out. So, you know, obviously I talked to a bunch of my mentors like Brooke Smith and Jay Blue and Rick Heber and that, you know, I have so much love and respect for and just kind of ran a lot of my ideas off with them. And, you know, I think that's why they've lot, you know, been really good to me is because they've seen that maneuvering me in a lot of the things I've done. Yeah. So we are like, okay, if we can't do events, right. Well, what can we do for events? All right. Well, We've got, you know, the multimedia side, obviously, mm-hmm. and we've got our, I mean, our video company, Silent Wolf. So mm-hmm. let's do some, what, is, what do virtual events look like, right? In my 20 years, I've never done a virtual event, right? Yeah. I don't think really hardly anybody had done that. So what does that space look like, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And a couple of years ago, we actually um, bought a software called Switcher, which those guys are huge okay. in the entrepreneur space here mm-hmm. in Google Switcher Studios. They're my business partner, Brooke. And... You know, it, it was weird how like we hadn't really used it a lot yet, but yeah. then once like we kind of really started getting creative and really rolling out this like virtual division, yeah. Kyle and I, my partner Sonal Wolf, we sat down, was like, well, if we're gonna go virtual, this would be the perfect platform to use Switcher because it's kind of like a software on an iPad that makes you know your video look like a live television show. Yeah, yeah. And we were like, okay, so we launched this virtual division, right? Yeah. Sent out a press release, got it business first. You guys did some kind of award show or something. Yeah. Or so something. basically, what we did was so after we like you know we sent the press release out and we got an article in business first about you know Jay Wagner Group launches virtual division and what yeah. it looked mm-hmm. like. When we saw Derby, right kind of when we got that original COVID freak out, right? Yeah. Oh my God, Derby's moving to September. Right. Yeah. What are we going to do? And then we realized that it was really going to September. We were like, all right, well, we got to do something original Derby weekend, right? Right. Yeah. To kind of maybe still tie in the whole Derby flair and keep people excited about Derby and virtual, right? So we kind of came up with this like virtual event, our first one to kind of like a lot of trial and error, right? Right. And we called it Derby Delay. It literally, I tied in charity into it with like, working with a nonprofit that raises money for like bartenders and servers called apron. So like yeah. gave back to yeah. service industry, which has been a huge part of my life for 20 years. I had so many friends that own restaurants and bartenders and servers that lost yeah. their job. And yeah. I was like, all right, let's do something for Derby. Right. And give back to the community. And we went online and we did this live event we had, you know, interviews and how to make Derby cocktails. And we had fashion segments and we, yeah. you know, and we literally got sponsors and we reinvested that sponsorship money back into local restaurants. I think we bought like, gift cards to local restaurants and gave those away and bought raffle chances. So it was just trying to be creative outside the box, but still do something fun at Derby. But then also launch this new division, which has ended up being very good for us because, especially in the nonprofit space, because a lot of the nonprofits depend on their actual events, their luncheons, the galas, to raise money for their budget, Mm -hmm. right? So we've done a ton of virtual events now for nonprofits to kind of help them raise some money right. to stay alive and yeah. to put that back to their, you know, to their mission, et cetera, et cetera. So that was something that, you know, instead of me like being, you know, sulking and like, oh, making everybody feel sorry for me, I lost yeah. all my events. No, let's keep it moving let's and let's figure out how to adapt and adjust. And we launched this virtual mm-hmm. vision, man. And ever since then, it's been crazy because it's like, and God's just been good, man. He's blessed me. And like during all this COVID and like, why a lot of people are laying people off or they're losing their jobs. Like we're growing, right? We're hiring people, like we're getting more clients and we just really like have honed in on 
how to, and I, and I use this word a lot now, like I kind of throw the word marketing out the window. Like we're in the game of brand elevation, right? Like cool. we're here to help brands go from here to here, you know, mm-hmm. go up. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we've really done a good job with that because a lot of these companies, obviously because of COVID has had to cut budgets and mm-hmm. had to cut people and different things. So we've kind of had the mentality like, Hey, we're going to do big agency style work, mm-hmm. but not the big agency price tag, right? right. Kind of the small boutique firm, which we right. are kind of pricing. And we, mm-hmm. and we can do that because we don't have you know a million employees and all that. So exactly. that's kind of been an advantage to us. And our biggest advantage during all this is having everything in house, right? You know, yeah. people like me, they trust me. They'd rather have one invoice and five invoices. Yep, and I was right. sitting in these meetings with these companies and they were like, who does our graphic design? Who does our PR? Who does our web design? Who does our digital? Right, who does right. our social? Yeah. Like even the yeah. company couldn't keep it all straight. Yeah. So I was like, all right, well, how about you say, who does all this for you? And I want them to say, Jay Wagner Group does yep. all of this for exactly. us. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that pivot helped me get through COVID. Right. Yeah. It's grown our business during it, which I'm totally blessed and thankful that that's happened because a lot of businesses have gone out of business or laid people off and we haven't had to do that. So man, yeah. it's, been, it's been good. Well, you kind of touched on this, but I want to unpack it a little bit. I think the thing I love the most about your work is you always tie in some sort of charity or nonprofit and, and you've raised, I, I, you may have a tally of how much money you've raised. It's probably impossible to track, but it's a lot. I mean, can, can you talk a little bit about the philanthropy work? And I mean, is there how, how you became so passionate about uh, helping charities and things like that? You know, like it just kind of started from when I was little and I was raised, man. My mom and dad always instilled in me to give back and have big hearts and do things for others, right? And that's been important to me since I was little. And the older I got and the more opportunities that arise that, that bless me to be able to, to give back more and donate more and, and do those things is important. And, you know, especially in this city, you know, I've had every opportunity to leave Louisville, man, for big oh, jobs sure, yeah. and, and, and major corporations. And, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to, you know, my family's here, my wife's family's here. Um, you know, I want to make Louisville better, right? So that's an important part of my kind of ecosystem is the philanthropy and the charity and giving back. And yeah. that's actually a huge part of our business now. We're working with a lot of nonprofits now, helping them with marketing and social and graphics because we know they don't have big budgets and we, you know, and, and we want to help them, right? And that's important to me. So, you know, and I, and I do a lot of like giving back and speaking and, and teaching. Like we have, a, we have a client right now, Love City down in Portland, who's an amazing organization. And they have this awesome entrepreneur program that they do down in West Louisville. And like, you know, we've talked to them and spoke to that. And like, that's important, right? Like, mm-hmm. You know, obviously, you know, growing up, I had some people that I looked up to and, you know, some, but I didn't have like a lot of entrepreneur like mentors because I never knew I was going to be an entrepreneur. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now that I'm an entrepreneur, <laughs> I can be that mentor and entrepreneur guidance to some younger entrepreneurs. And that's very important to me. Yeah. Um, and that's one of the main reasons why I started teaching at U of L, you know, mm-hmm. in my class that you know about. And that's, yep. you know, I told U of L no a ton, but I was getting these interns and I'm like, what are y'all learning in college? Like, what do you mean you don't know what a PL is or a budget or a sponsorship deck or right. you know, a pitch deck or a mood board? What do you mean you don't know what that means? Like, yeah, yeah. All right, I'm finally gonna say yes to U of L and I'm gonna go teach those things. Right. So when they come to me or I'm looking to hire people, they know about them. Or, you know, anymore, like we love hiring interns now that have taken my class for six months yep. and planning U of L yep. because I don't have to spend the first month right, training them. Training them. Right. They're yeah. ready to go. <laughs> Um, so man, that just kind of ties into giving back, and you know, I, you know, obviously I'm on a I'm, I'm on a bunch of boards and 
you know, I'm on the board of Kentucky Derby Festival. I'm on yep. the board of Manual High School's Crimson Mission. I'm on the board um, of Coach Max Family Foundation, our basketball coach. So, you know, I just constantly, man, that's just kind of been in my heart since day one, man, is to constantly always give back. And yeah. I'm not going to ever stop doing that. It's really impressive. I appreciate that, man. For sure. Well, and I've got, so kind of unpacking that, like, um, and it's something we've heard with some of our other guests that are successful is that, you know, COVID happened and they leaned in. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I was, you know, I'm interested in the the background that you had, like growing up, I know you've kind of touched on it, but do you remember any other adversity like this that you've had to overcome that kind of strengthened you, prepared you for this? I mean, I hear that it's, you know, in your blood and how you were raised, but you know, you, you're one of the few that really, you know, didn't go reclusive and um, kind of lean, leaned in. And now you're on the, the wave coming out. Right. And so it's great to hear. And Yeah, I mean, I obviously think just, you know, kind of operating as we always done. You know, yeah, we have to adjust and pivot a couple of different things. But like I said, man, just instilling that mentality since I was young and mm-hmm. seeing my mom and dad volunteer and give back and, and do that. And that's been cool for me now being a dad, like, you know, having my kids help out with a lot of our oh, charity yeah. events yep. and our turkey drive and, yeah. you know, church events. You guys all do Angel Tree together, right? I think yeah, I see your Frankie, Instagram doing that. Yeah, man, Frankie. He um, has his nonprofit, Frankie's Family, that, you know, man, he crushes it for Salvation Army and yeah. all the angels. And that's cool man that's just you know for us to be able to do what we do and and make an impact because that's why I do it right you know obviously for me you know especially like you know really the the two that 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 stand out to me the most really really the three are you know our three biggest charity events that we are part of are my jock tails brand which raises money for the permanently disabled jockeys fund at the derby like that's been a huge impact to see how we've been able to help those jockeys or jockeys has been important to me in my heart yeah um our turkey drive that we've done with kentucky harvest the past six seven years that i do with jason brown and myself like Mm -hmm. we've been able to feed hundreds of thousands of people in the west end man every year and like to see this like the support of the community come out and drop off 2800 frozen turkeys in one day and it's been wild (laughs) And that's growing every single year. Um, and then obviously, you know, one of the biggest ones is obviously my pick prong event. I mean, yeah. obviously breast cancer affects yep. a lot of people. And, you know, my mom's best friend. Is that Ellen 10 Weiser. years yet? Oh, uh, yeah. We're like, I think almost 11 or 12, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're probably, I remember we're probably I've, look, man. Yeah. We've done so many, I can't keep it up. But yeah. my mom's best friend, Helen Weiser, she died of breast cancer. And I remember that when I was little. And uh, that's kind of why I started it. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of had snowballed. And. You know, that was disappointing for me during COVID, not getting to do yeah. those type of events, not, not getting to do jocktails, not getting to do pink prom. We actually got to do turkey stock, which was awesome this year. Yeah. But, you know, I'm super excited about that. You know, those events coming back in Q3, Q4 this year. And yeah. um, because when you get to see where your money goes, especially like with pink prom, like, you know, the money we invest in from like the Northern Cancer Institute and see how it helps people. Mm-hmm. and. You know, and like our, you know, our initiative for that is to help with like early detection and mammograms and stuff like that. And to know that our money can hopefully help younger women catch it right Right. before it gets too far is important. Mm -hmm. And that's why we do that. And if I can use, man, a little bit of time and, you know, our connections and through Mm -hmm. sponsors and our marketing side and do those things to help people, because until you do a lot of nonprofit and philanthropy work, like it's hard to understand it. Right. Yeah, like for sure. Like the turkey drive. Imagine waking up on Thanksgiving with no meal. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Imagine waking up on Christmas with no presents. Right. That's real. Right. Yeah. And until you see that, like that's hard to understand. Right. But I've seen it, man, and it just touches my heart. And I'm like, I want to make sure that never happens for yeah. kids. And yeah, because you know, it never happened for me. Yeah. Right. So if yeah. I can use my platforms and use um, 
you know, my friends and my network and like help less people go through that, like that's, yeah. and that's powerful to me. Yeah, for sure. Well, you mentioned your network. I'm a very passionate networker and I, I could learn a lot from you because you're, I mean, your network makes mine look like a, like a small family dinner. Man, I'll tell but, you, it's uh, the greatest Jay-Z line of all time. Your network is greater than your net worth. Yeah. 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 Right? yeah. Like that's one yeah. of the, the rap lyrics that always yeah. on one of his songs that he always said. And I'm like, I mean, it's just true, man. Like yeah. the network that I've built, man, across the country, just from the Derby. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's funny, me and a couple of my group, my friends, like, I mean, we, we can pretty much get to anybody, man. And that's yeah. been a cool part, you know, just through the Derby and obviously from the athlete side yeah. of the corporate yeah. America to, yeah. you know, celebrities and business leaders. Like that's oh. been really, really cool to see because a lot of them are, became our clients, mm-hmm. right? You yeah, know, at the Derby, which is mm-hmm. led on, and you know, I think that that's where this city is truly blessed to have such a big event like the Kentucky Derby, because you know, like the Super Bowl or NCAA Final Four and like NBA All Star, that switches every year. Yep. Right. Yeah. We got it every, at first Saturday in May every year, and that's important to this community. Huge. And that's why you know, COVID obviously that. Put it, you know, I think the, I think, don't call me, but I think the economic impact's like over 500 million or something right now for Derby, Derby yeah. came for the city. And for the city to lose that one year and then possibly lose it half of that maybe this yeah. year, that's a big blow. Yeah. So we have to really like, for 2022, is like really just kind of blow it out, man, and try yeah. to make, and make up for those losses. Yeah. What, what, that's actually a great point. So, you know, in, in the vein of like being part of, in a positive endorsement to the end of COVID. Yeah. What do you see like Louisville needing to do between now and then? Or like, how, how do you see uh, Louisville kind of getting past this? If Well, everybody's got to support everybody. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's the, the big thing. I mean, Louisville's such a local town, mm-hmm. right? And that's why you saw during, you know, COVID support your local businesses, support your local restaurants. And that's so important. And, you know, it's been good to see, obviously, you know, the, the COVID cases have gone down, more people have been access to the vaccine, and you're seeing, like, a lot of our restaurant clients, their sales are going up, and they're picking up, so that's right, good to right. see, man. Yeah. It's, it's starting to come back, and because that's hard, man. It's hard to see these restaurants go from crushing it to nothing, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I hate the most, because my friends that are in that industry, like, they've been crushed, right? Yeah, blood, sweat, and tears in that business. And, yeah, so I yeah. think just that's, you know, man, support local, man. Support, you know, the local businesses as much as you can, either if you still are not comfortable to go to a restaurant, order takeout. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, you know, order online from the local boutiques. I know a lot of the local yeah. businesses have gone to an online portal, and that's important, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, just continue to help out with as much as you can. Do Do you think, uh, since you're kind of like a subject matter expert in the event space, do you think that like hotel conventions and meetings and those types of things are going to start coming back around this yeah. year? Or do you think? Um, yeah, I mean, we just got the schedule from Mobile Tourism of a lot of the conventions that are coming back later this year, and they're starting to come back, Q3, Q4. Okay. I mean, obviously, we just made a major investment in a, a really nice new convention center. Yeah. Um, Louisville right. is such a great town, so I think they'll definitely start coming around. I mean, basically, kind of from what we're hearing from a lot of my friends in Washington that are kind of like their finger on the pulse on a lot of these things, like we're, we're pretty much playing it safe up to this point, like Q3, Q4, probably. Mm-hmm. So like in the summer, October, November, December, we'll kind of be full-fledged back in the event world. I think it actually might even move up now yeah. because the CDC came out, you know, on Monday saying that if you get vaccinated, you can, it's you cool can to be, be around people, people yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. get vaccinated. So I think that's going to help Yeah, um, the event space. But it's funny, we've got like this joke in the office and it's like, you know, like the last time this pandemic happened, it turned into the roaring 20s, right? Right. Like, it's like, 
people in Kentucky dude are gonna be drunk off bourbon for six months straight <laughs> yeah. on this country. Yeah. Like, it just so yeah. happens to be the twenties too. Yeah, it's gonna yeah. get wild. Yeah. Like it's gonna get people are I mean they're ready, man. I get hundred texts a week, like when's the first event? When are we bring back yeah, events? Yeah. Like, people are ready, man. They're yeah. ready to go out. Yeah. Man. I'm excited about that, man, because that's what I love the best. That's what I, you know, I'm really good at is doing the event side. So, yeah, man, I'll be honest. I put a post on my social out the other day about just to kind of get people excited about events and yeah. what we got going on for Derby and you know, Pink Proms coming back and New Year's Eve coming back. I mean, people were blowing me up, so that was good to see. Yeah, so, yeah. they want to support me, right? Obviously, yeah. oh. they know that you know that's been a huge blow for me and not doing mm-hmm. events because we've done it for so long in the city and. You know, that's just been the, the best part about, you know, the average, I say this a lot, the average lifetime, right, of an event planner or like promoter, whatever you want to call it, is like three or four years. I mean, this is year 2010. That's crazy. Oh, wow. So we've got a formula, man. It's about always taking care of the customer and making sure the experience is unbelievable and making sure they have a good time. And I've always had the philosophy, and I say this a ton, is that when you come to one of our events, you walk in and you're like, wow, this is amazing. You had an awesome time. And then when you walk out of our event, you have that on your mind that I can't wait to go back to the next one. Yeah. Right. Right. And that's been our formula, which yeah. we've always done. Yeah. And it's, it's kept us successful. So I know now like recreating that when it comes back and like people are so ready, man, it's going to yeah. be, it's going to be fun Yeah. because that's my job. I get to create fun for people right. yeah. Right? Yeah, that's, and people can't wait to have fun. You can't beat that. No, that's we, I won't, awesome. I won't rat her out, but we were talking to somebody this morning and she just recently hosted an event. And she was like, before people would complain like it's cold or, uh, you know, this you know, or I, that. I can't, you know, I, there's no room over here, like whatever. This floor's dirty. And the food sucks. She or basically whatever. said, it, everybody's just so grateful to be somewhere that, yeah. like, it just didn't matter. Everybody was just saying, oh, this is so great. We're yeah. so happy to be here. Thank you so much. So, and they were all compliant too, like, no objections yeah. on mask or whatnot. Mm-hmm. I think because everyone's, at that point, like, yeah, ready, let's just man. get People together. Just want some interaction. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait. So, yeah, for sure. Well, uh, can you tell us uh, one of the next events we can expect from you? You know, so obviously we're pivoting Derby right now. A lot's going to, you know, depends on what happens in the next 30, 45 days with yeah. uh, the vaccines and, and, and cases. But obviously, Jocktails is going from an 800 person event to a small 240 dinner. Okay. Um, John tells bourbon and wine dinner, and we have some amazing partners with that from Derby City Gaming, who mm-hmm. you know with Churchill and Kendall Jackson and Makers Mark, who are going to make this dinner experience like unbelievable. Yeah. Um, unlike another dinner experience, and like I said, I became successful creating really cool experiences. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so like a, a dinner like that, no one's really ever seen before. We're right. flying celebrity chefs and. You know, master sommeliers, and there's going to be wine available that's never been in the state of Kentucky. Oh, very like, oh, wow. Really cool activations going on, and, and we just want and just be outside the box, right? Right. Um, so we have that on Wednesday. Um, we're working on a couple things on Thursday night, Friday night, working with Kendall Jackson to get on another like supper club dinner, really cool mm-hmm. high end thing. But that's for Derby right now, and, and a lot of it could change, depends on what happens. Our next big event is in August. Um, we're the official agency on record of the International Women's Cup. Okay. Oh, I don't know wow. if you saw that. Yeah, yeah, a big soccer event coming That's here. Awesome. It's going to be awesome. So it's Racing Louisville, Chicago Red Stars, and two international teams, um, huge international teams that hopefully we're going to be able to announce here in the next couple of weeks. Um, that's at the end of August. So okay. hopefully, you know, with being an outdoor venue and Hell everybody's yeah. vaccinated yeah. by the end of August, then we'll be able to have a full house. That's the next big one, like sporting event for us. And then obviously, like I said, Q3, Q4 into summer, we're working on some things. Uh, Eric Wood, Chris Rudd, and myself, we're doing a big golf uh, event for Kids Cancer Alliance in okay. June. Okay. And then you've got Pink Prom October 1st, and you've got New Year's Eve on New Year's Eve. So awesome. that's what we got right now, right? Yeah. 
But depending on what happens in the next three, four months, I, you you know, I've always kind of said like, I wanted to cut back on events, right? Not yeah. as many, but now, man, I'm ready. Like, <laughs> yeah, we yeah, get clear, yeah. we might like do a big blowout once a month. Just yeah, 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 yeah. Do more things. Like yeah. that's definitely on the table because yeah. people are gonna want to do stuff. So yeah. But yeah, man, I'm excited. I'm just so ready just to get people back. And it was cool. We did um like two Fridays ago. Uh, I'm an investor at the Louisville Thoroughbred Society opened yeah. up downtown. Yeah. And we did like a little small little thing for my birthday. And it was just good to see friends mm-hmm. and people I haven't seen in a while and get yeah. people together and Kate all DJed. And it was like oh, to hear awesome. a DJ like was and hear music was yeah. like awesome. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, all right, we just got a couple more months or yep. you know, we're gonna get back and blow these out again. Exactly. So yeah, super excited about the events, man. Cool. Good, good deal. That's awesome. So a lot of the events, super exciting. How does Silent Wolf tie into that? Is, is there anything you guys are working on uh, that's relative to those events? I know you got to document all this stuff. Uh, yeah, what, what's going on with Silent Wolf? So obviously it kind of played part of the agency side again, right? Bringing everything in-house. You know, I was spending a lot of money on video and different things. And I'm like, okay, let's own the video company, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so Kyle and I came together. We put our heads together and um, created our own little video company. We got some amazing videographers that are on our team and animators which is massive right now and we started cranking out content right a lot of my events and doing content for a lot of my clients and it just blew up and and now we're the official agency for Louisville City and Racing Louisville we're doing all their videos and I mean those videos have been amazing and gone viral and like it's just been really cool for me to kind of get into that mode like I've never thought I'd be like a director or executive producer or anything but it's been cool to like sit in a room with me and Kyle and our videographers and like the racing Lou and Louisville city teams and just come up with wild ideas of what we want to put into a treatment or a, yeah. a video. And then we shoot it and then it actually comes to life. So are you and Kyle, the creatives behind that? Type yeah, of stuff? Man. We, you know, okay. we won't take all the credit for it, but we, well, you know, right. yeah, we take a lot of that, you know, a lot of ideas. We bounce a lot of ideas off a lot of people in a room and that's been, I think the most rewarding thing for me is when we like, when we shot racing Louisville's, like logo reveal video, man, and seeing all those ideas. Actually, no, it was the the Louisville City new logo yeah. video when we shot that, and seeing my idea of taking like a hot iron and, and putting it into a bourbon steak, mm-hmm. like yeah, seeing that come to life in a video and seeing the finished product was awesome. Like yeah. that was cool and rewarding for me. But the more video we started putting out and people started seeing it, they were like, "Yo, who's doing these videos?" Like yeah. we are, you know, like that's our company. Yeah. And now to be able to like have a client that we're doing social media for, digital marketing, oh, you need video, boom, because video's Done. coming right now, oh, you need animation, we got you, you know, so yeah. like, being able to do everything for, for, for people has been cool, and so we're actually, the exciting one that we're working on right now is obviously Racing Mobile with their first season, we're getting ready to do the video for their kits, right, their, oh, their wow. uniforms, oh, very cool. yeah. which everyone is excited about, you know, because you know, the, the NWSL, which a lot of people might not really understand, is like the NFL. It's like the NBA. It's like Major League mm-hmm. Baseball. Like the women's league is the highest, right? It's professional soccer. Like okay. the best of the best. I did women not in realize the world. That. Yeah. So okay. like, I mean, like Chicago Red Stars, they have four Olympians on their team. Right? Wow. Yeah. Like it's big time. It's our first ever pro team that we've had like on that level. And so this Kimberville is important, right? Like no pressure on us, but it's yeah. like we put out some pretty dope videos for them, and it's like this kit reveal is like massive because everybody's that's in soccer. That's a big deal. Like what the kit looks like, right? Mm-hmm. That's the Jersey oh, and the yeah. shorts. So yeah. it's like, that one's going to be cool. And we've been working on a ton of really cool ideas for that with, um, their, their marketing team over there and our team. And mm-hmm. so 
once again, put those ideas on paper and put them in a treatment and start shooting them. And, you know, the people we got involved with the voiceover and like, that's going to be cool to come out. Yeah. Um, so Silent Wolf Man's rolling. And like, I think where a lot of these companies are starting to realize on the marketing side is how important video is and how important animation is. Yeah. And to be able to do all that now in house and incorporate animation into our videos. And it just, it just takes us to the next level. And, you know, that's the company I'm excited about the most right now. Yeah. I think that we have just because the potential is through the roof and we work with some amazing and talented people that get to take me and Kyle's crazy wild ideas and put them in video. Yeah. Yeah. Silent Wolf's been fun. Did, um, did the, the merger with Silent Wolf, was that from your network? Like was Kyle someone you were, you already had like a relationship with professionally? I'll tell you that story really quick because it's a, it's a funny story. So, Kyle was involved with a comp- another video company in town um, that I kind of started, I was seeing everywhere on my social media and mm-hmm. I was like, man, who are these dudes creating this content? Right? Yeah. This, is, yeah. this is good stuff. And um, I was at, Mel- I'll never forget, I was at Melwood one day and uh, another guy that used to be involved with Silent Wolf that was working with Kyle, he DMs me and was like, hey, my name's blah, blah, blah. I'm a young entrepreneur. Like I respect, you know, everything you do. I'd love to pick your brain, tell you about, you know what we do at my company you know the company i work with loud lux and i was like oh i've been seeing this company everywhere you know what i'm saying like yeah. i want to know more about it like who mm-hmm. owns it he's like oh this 19 year old dude but i'm like 19 yeah. <laughs> like yeah. y'all are that young cranking out this content he was <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah i was like i want to meet you all like asap yeah i was like let me finish up this walkthrough at melwood um and i'll call you back he's like dude our offices are at melwood so I'm like, man, this is like God looking this at me, right? Yeah, this is yeah. crazy, right? <laughs> so that's when I met Kyle and uh, another guy named Dan, and um, they were working with this Loud Lux company. And long story short, like I was trying to negotiate a deal with like the guy that owned Loud Lux to like possibly buy the company, and mm-hmm. it just didn't work out. But it was a blessing in disguise because he like kind of called me and said, "Hey, man, I'm getting going this like year media tour with this major company." So I'm kind of like, don't know what I'm going to do with Loud Lux, and I'm like, well, "What are you doing with Kyle?" And, and Dan, he was like, I don't really know. And I was like, well, are you cool with me taking them? And he was <laughs> like, yeah, dude, all good. So we started working. We sat down, put a pen on the paper. And, you know, the dope part about Kyle, man, is that, you know, he's 25 and he's me, right, when I was that age, right? Yeah. You know, he's young. He's, you know, he's a, he's ready to work. He's mm-hmm. a grinder. He's a hustler. Like, he'll do whatever it takes to, like, to get it done. And that, I fell in love with the man when I met him because, you know, like, I was like, man, this is scary how much this reminds me of me, like not complaining and just well, do whatever it takes, right? Yeah, just yeah. hustle. And, you know, and I gave him ownership in the company and Silent Wolf and mm-hmm. um, we haven't stopped since, man. It's been, it's been awesome. And obviously we've learned a lot, you know, over the past couple of years and, you know, we've been shooting some pretty massive projects that oh, yeah. we haven't even put out yet. Okay. Like, um, obviously, COVID slowed us down a little bit on some of the content that we shot that we really couldn't put out yet. Yeah. But, I mean, we have a Rolodex of just fire content that we've well, been shooting for some dope time, brands yeah. in the city that we haven't been able to put out yet. Because it's not the right time because right. a lot of the programs we were putting right. out for, for like, they're kind of on hold right now yeah. or yeah. Yeah. they don't know when it's going to come out. But, yeah, yeah Sound Wolf Man has been, I'm glad you asked about that because that has been one that out of all the companies that we've created, that one's been one of the ones that I've been most excited about. Uh, until the sports marketing thing will be announcing soon. Yeah. That I've been super excited about to see how the growth, yeah. the growth of it, right? Where did Silent Wolf come from? Our work speaks for itself. Like, oh. That's kind of how we came up with the logo. Like, 
you see our logo, like uh-huh. the wolf has like a, like his mouth's covered. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. We don't talk. Like we just let the video and the content that we put out speak for ourselves. So yeah. Yeah. We came out with, some, it, listen, I like it. Being an entrepreneur and anybody listening to this, starting a business, right? The hardest thing to do right now, naming a business, coming up with the branding and the name mm-hmm. is that because you have to start with the very first, here's the steps. So if you want to start a business, these are the steps. Number one, you got to look at the United States trademark website and see if the name you like is trademarked, mm-hmm. right? That's step one, right? Nine out of 10 times, it's probably clean or you can you find can, a yeah, version. You'd be fine. And you have and you hire a lawyer and they'll do all the trademarking once you find the name, right? Yeah. Second thing is you got to go to GoDaddy or whatever and see if the web domains yeah. Yeah. right available, yeah. right? And the third step is that you got to go see if all the social media handles are available, right? Yep. There's major businesses out there that all they do is buy domains and buy social media handles mm-hmm. so people can't get them and then they try and to sell them. And they sell them, yeah. Right? So it is almost impossible. I can't tell you how many names of companies I have fell in love with that I knew the branding of the logo was going to look like. And then you go to the trademark and it's live and you're like, oh, anyway. <laughs> then you go to the trademark and it's like available. But then you get to the website and you're like, oh, it's like not available, right? right? And then you get the first two positive and then you get to the social media handles and then it's like not available. And you're like, oh my God, that is one of the, the hardest, most frustrating things of being an entrepreneur of trying to come up with a business name. Like we literally will sit here in our Ollie conference room and like, you know, a lot of pyramid and just like have powwows and we'll whiteboard everything oh, yeah. up and we fall in love with these names and we, you know, start looking at them and like, Oh, we can't, we got to do it. the drawing board. We can't yeah. do it. So have you ever gotten down the road and been like, damn, somebody's got that Instagram handle or Twitter handle or whatever. Yeah. And then just contacted them and said, Hey, we've never bought them ever okay. before, but I try not to go that route. Cause man, people will just crush the right. price. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. you're going to go daddy.com and see the domain you want. We'll sell it to you for $10,000. Yeah. Like, no, that's yeah. not going to happen. Yeah. So that's been hard, but the sports marketing project, we got really lucky. Yeah. First time in a long time that we went trademark. Oh. Website Trifecta. social was all clean. Clean. Oh man. So we got lucky with that one. So I'll be we'll be talking about that one here soon. Okay. Yeah. I got a dummy question. So with regards to the animation, yeah. are we speaking like some of the commercials I've seen, like with some of the insurance company where it's like an animated cartoon character that looks yeah. real life? Okay. Yeah, all right. Oh, is it? But is that like, is that what you not mean like by Walt Disney animation? Yeah, not like yeah, that. Right? But like, it's just, and I'd have to send you some links so you can kind of see. But it's like meaning more of moving graphics. Yeah, right? okay. okay. It's yeah. like a normal commercial. You see a commercial with people, and mm-hmm. you know at the end the the logo pops up. Yeah. And boom! This is an entire commercial that's moving graphics and mm-hmm. that know, kind no of animation. People, right. No real shots. Yeah. It's all animated graphics. Gotcha. Gotcha. Huge right now, man. Okay. And then also too like. Video content right now is cracking the algorithms on a lot of the social media stuff. Mm-hmm. Like video is getting more content and more, um, you know, more comments and more likes just because the more people watch it, the more yeah. time it shows up on people's feeds. Right. Because I mean, you, you could like Jay Wagner Group right now on Facebook and not even see the post I put out. Right. And that's crazy, right? It is crazy. Yeah, just because the algorithms, because they want you to spend money on advertising. Right. Right? So that's why a lot of the announcements we put out are bigger stuff than we announce. We do a lot more video because the more someone watches it, the more views it gets, the more it'll show up on someone else's. uh, Do you guys like um, do coaching too and like provide sound bites to your clients? Like, do you take that 
direct of a role or is it yeah, more like... I mean, obviously, most of the companies we're working with are going to have a marketing department and we, we can help yeah. with that script writing, treatments, yeah. things like that. ideas, yeah. you know. So, I mean, you'll have some companies like, nope, you want to do all that? Or, yeah, sure, we'll take your input. Yeah. You know, so it just depends. So you work, you people with marketing departments still can utilize Jay Wagner Group. Yeah, because a lot of them don't have graphics in-house. A lot of them don't yeah. have video in-house. A lot right. of them don't have animation. Right. A lot of them don't have PR, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. There's a lot of companies that have all of that in-house, but they just want our help with stuff. Right. Right? You know, it just depends. I mean, every client is different. I mean, there's clients that we do stuff from the marketing planning, the marketing strategy, the marketing buying, the social media management, the graphic design. The, we do the whole shebang, right? Yeah. There might be one company, we just do PR. Mm -hmm. There might be one company, we just do graphics. Yeah. There might be just one company, we do video. It just okay. depends. So, yeah. Well, it's kind of all over the board. Cool. Sounds good. Do you do any uh, campaign work for like... Right, we actually just did. We just did... Uh, we helped Charles Booker. Um, oh, very last cool. Year, which I saw that. Cool. Yeah. You know, I had, I had met Charles and... Someone on his team reached out to me about an event. Like, hey, I heard you're the guy that can do the best events. You know, Charles wants to meet you. I was like, cool. I came to my office the next day. We started talking about events. And this was right kind of during the COVID stuff. So it was like how to do a safe event mm -hmm. um, with, under protocol and guidelines. And obviously, Charles kind of went viral. And, right. you know, we started getting some campaign dollars in and stuff like that. And we could start cranking out some really cool content and, and do some cool events. And, um, and we helped him with like um, some graphic design stuff, um, you know, gave him some ideas on the buses he did and the bus stops. And, and you know, that was, I mean, I'd done some, some political stuff, but that was really like the first full-fledged like, like project that we worked on. It was awesome. It was fun because uh, Charles is such a good dude. Yeah. Um, he just loves Louisville and loves what he does. You know, he's, mm -hmm. a, he's, a, you mm -hmm. know, he's a doer, man. Like yeah. there's a lot of people out there will say things like, that overpromise and underdeliver. Like yeah. Charles is not that. Charles is a doer. Yeah. And obviously, you know, you know, we, we've been reached out to some people, you know, for future campaigns already, you know, great mayor and Congress, different things like that. But I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah. And cool. it's, it's crazy. Those, those are, those ones are wild, man, because yeah. The marketing dollars spent on those things from TV ads to print ads to, because it's crazy. Yeah. Do you do any, uh, di um, like El Toro, then their IP targeting, do you do any digital I, advertising in that space? Yeah, a little bit. Nothing crazy. You know, they have their own little niche. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. El Toro is the best at what they do. A lot of respect for that company. Mm -hmm. But know, collaborating, we'll, we'll, like, with... You know, we, I, I know I have friends over there that work, and we, we've done some stuff. Not a lot, but... You know, we kind of do a lot of digital marketing here in house, but nothing too competitive with them. Yeah. But once again, it's one of those things like, oh, you can do our social media. Can you also do our digital? Yeah. Yeah. Another work with you. You know. Yeah. Hey, you can also do our graphics. Oh, cool. Yeah. We'll just bundle all up in one company. One of those things you get your foot in the door yeah. on one yeah. thing, and then they see how good you are. Oh, we have companies we work with that right? use El Toro. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they, we do their marketing, but they use El Toro for some for the yeah. just, that yeah, stuff, yeah. Yeah. Target stuff's awesome. Yeah, I have people like you said, insurance. I have people all the time say I'm good on everything, but can you help me with my workers' comp? And then I go in on the comp, yeah. and they're like, "Well, can you look at everything else?" I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure, we can. Oh, no doubt. Absolutely, it's just easier that way, right? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. always. Well, just... like you pivoting. I mean, I would much rather write one check than write five. One thousand percent. Yeah. Submit five ten ninety nines. You know, <laughs> next year. You know, yeah. one. It's all encompassing. Yeah. yeah. Good job, man. For sure. I appreciate your time, man. We, yeah. uh, no doubt, man. Thank you. We close out every episode with two questions. Oh, yeah. All right. So, relative to Louisville, what's your favorite restaurant? Oh, that's a good one. There's so many. I know. Yeah. That's yeah. why I like it. 
obviously, you know, we have a lot of restaurant clients. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm favorable to Parlor and Napa River. River. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love those. Even when they weren't my clients, like I loved them. But you know, I love Jeff Ruby's. Can't know, go wrong. Yeah, can't wrong. go wrong with Ruby's. Um, that's the that's. <laughs> La Bodega is one of my new favorites. Oh, okay. oh really? I yeah, I haven't not checked that, check that out. Um, yeah, love. Bar- I can't just say one name. Right. Oh yeah, that's no, okay. It's, it's, <laughs> I love Barvetti. Yeah, oh, Barvetti yeah. is a Bar-Vetti. phenomenal brunch. Oh man, yeah, yeah. yeah. So many good restaurants in Louisville. I've been on people don't understand. Like we're like top five culinary, right? Yes. Yeah. It's amazing. It's maybe obese, but we eat well. I'll be honest. One of the best meals I've ever had. My good friend Bobby Benjamin, right, that owns Bushnell Grocery, he's yeah. in my uh, yeah, Bible great. study group at Southeast okay. on Thursday, Main Challenge, and he did a private dinner for us like oh, three wow. weeks ago, and it was one of the best meals I've ever had. Oh, man, I bet. Bobby, he's, yeah. he's a celebrity chef, like yeah. one of the top chefs in the country, and like it was unbelievable. And like yeah. I cannot wait for Butchertown to open back up. I don't think they're going to open up until like later this year, but like, yeah. man, that place is amazing. Yeah. yeah. So many, that's a, that's, that's a good question, that but a hard question awesome. for me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. so many We're the same. Yeah. We're, we yeah. love, I love the local restaurant scene here. I could eat out every single night and be, it'll be a different place every night. But then I also got like, my low key spot in J Town, El Toro yep. Mexican. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Like, yeah. You can't go wrong with them. Like, yep. it's, we eat that all the time. Yeah. You know? I, I'm a Chewy's guy. I always show up at oh, Chewy's. Oh, wow. Same Chewy's is good. Yeah. yeah. I like Drake's. Drake's is another one. Drake's yeah, right yeah. there. Yeah. Man, their sliders are. Yeah, <laughs> cheeseburger yeah. sliders, man. Never go wrong. with the blue cheese. Oh, yeah. 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 go to the gym just talking about it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. And then one more. This is actually a very uh, – I love this question because everybody has a different answer for the most part. Favorite season. Favorite season in Louisville. Spring. All day. Yeah. Derby season, baby. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. You know, I'm not going like, to say that. I don't like the cold weather, yeah. but I can handle it. Yeah. And I don't like the hot summers, right, right. where it's just like overly hot. 100 degrees. You know like, I coach baseball, yeah. right? And I'm out there with my son's yeah. baseball team, and it's – 98 degrees on the turf, which yeah. is like 115. You walk yeah. out yeah. like oh, dripping, soaked, right? Yeah. So like March, yeah, to like Juneish, yeah, June, March, June? April, May, yeah, like spring, yeah. Um, so by the heart, my, my right favorite city in the world, San Diego, right? And the okay. weather there, it's always 70 and sunny in yeah. San Diego, right? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I'm like, you know, I played golf yesterday, you know, in yeah. March, so yeah. it's like it was 55, like 65, yeah, so yeah, yeah. 70 it today, was perfect. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. man, definitely spring. Yeah. Can't go wrong with uh the spring in Kentucky. Love it. Love it. Yeah. You good? I'm good. Yeah. Thank you so much, right, Joey. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Great man. You guys hit the link. I'll blast it out. Yep. Oh, thanks. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Love yeah. it. Well, thanks everybody for listening. Please subscribe. Please leave us a review. Let us know what you think. Follow us on Instagram. Share our page. We appreciate everything that you guys do. And we will see you next time. See you later.